So I try to do a six day week, no matter what. What What does and, that mean? Like you work, work six days. You work Monday through Saturday. I tr- well, but I I can't figure out what day to take off. Oh, okay. Because by Friday, day. I want to die, and I can't. I'm usually Friday nights. I'm like, don't work tonight, so you feel energized for Saturday. That's mm-hmm. usually my game plan, so that I can get some stuff done on Saturday. That you know you never have time to get to, but you have to do before Monday. And then by Monday morning, I still am like, or by Saturday morning, I'm like, Ugh, no thanks. Mm-hmm. But what about you? Um, I work until I drop dead. <laughs> Are you kidding me? If I, if I had like a schedule that, like a normal working schedule, I wouldn't be this pissed off all the time. Right. Like I, I have no, I, uh, no. <laughs> There's Just, no time uh, off. It doesn't what exist. Is, what is your response to being burnt out? Do you just like mine is like I just want to lay on the floor and stare at the wall. Uh, my response is um, um, I run out of the apartment screaming. Right. And these are things we want to do. We don't do them. You know what we keep doing? We keep working. Right? We keep working instead. Yeah. yeah. So it's uh, I have a, the choice of being taken away by, you know, medical professionals because I'm <laughs> In, in in the middle of a hysterical breakdown, or I just keep working okay. all night. If I ever see you running by the apartment, you'll know, you know why. I'll be like, oh, you'll know why. You'll be like, oh, he's there. It happened. There he is. There he yeah. is. It finally happened. There we go. She's well, finally cracked. <laughs> the girl's finally cracked. Well, That's I'm JB Jones. I'm Milan Simic. Welcome to Rough Cut. Welcome. Today we're talking about burnout. And we are burnt out. We are burnt out. It's done. This turkey's cooked. Yeah, I know. Well, I hope hope this session (laughs) slash episode (laughs) (laughs) is therapeutic. We need a medical professional in the room while we do this. I know, we do. Maybe that's why they put us in this padded room today. It is padded and there's greenery up the walls, so I think they... They were prepared. And we can't see the the. No, person. this is a madhouse. It's a mad. This is a madhouse. Mm. Well, I don't think we say madhouse anymore, though. <laughs> I don't think we can call it. That. I don't know. I don't know. We're gonna have to edit that out. So, what is burnout? Um, so, we need to know. So, I went to the source, WebMD. She's a professional. To find out, burnout is a form of exhaustion caused by constantly feeling swamped. It's a result of excessive and prolonged <laughs> emotional, physical, and mental stress. In many cases, burnt out, burnout is r- related to one's job. Burnout happens when you're overwhelmed, emotionally drained, and unable to keep up with life's incessant demands. That is what you just described as the human condition. <laughs> right. I don't know. But I don't think always... I mean, I mean, I I wish, but I think it is now. Yeah, now it I is. think for all of us right now. I mean, maybe, maybe back in cave person times. Yeah, because they had a lot of downtime. Well, they, were they had like, a lot of downtime between trying you know, to survive the, and not getting. The eaten. woman's like, "Did you catch that? You know, wild the, boar yet?" Yeah. He's like, gosh, I didn't. There's no way. Because that was and just like hanging he's like, out. Global warming. I don't know where they went. Like, I don't know. <laughs> what? <laughs> So I just learned that I have to buy you a history book <laughs> online. I don't know. I Hasn't mean, it cl- I digress. Right. Let's talk about jewelry and burnout. <laughs> okay. Well, okay. We're both people, working people. Mm-hmm. We're both very busy people. Yeah. We are both in client-facing scenarios for, I think, a better part of our work. We are. Uh, 
You just made a face. <laughs> no, I'm just yeah. I'm like, we can are. I keep it together? That's how burnt out I am. I can I keep it together. On I'm podcast? telling you, I I said this sort of slightly in jest, but I'm always minutes away from completely mentally breaking down and self-destructing. Right. Like I'm this so, close. Let me just skip to this, which maybe is a better question at the uh-huh. end. But let's just jump into that. Why do we do it? I have no idea. <laughs> I I don't know anymore. I don't know anymore because it's like compulsory. I don't yeah. understand it anymore. I, I, I say this to myself all the time. I'm sitting in front of my desk. Yeah. It's deadline after deadline, client after client, email after email, thing after thing. You don't stop. You, I mean, it's hard to book this podcast with you. I know because it's there's always a bunch of a mountain of crap that I'm mm. dealing with at all times, right? And I so often sit at my desk and think to myself like, why am I doing this? Yeah. There's I don't know why. something there that you like. Well, I think it's a... I don't know that I like it, but I think there is a, a very unhealthy relationship that we all have with stress. In that mm, there's yeah. a component of that, anxiety and stress, that is addictive. And I can tell you that the few times that I have been able to take some time for myself and have a mm-hmm. little bit of downtime, during that downtime, I'm more stressed because i'm thinking about what you should be doing what i should be doing you what think am you I, should be doing or what i think what i think i may not be doing what i think i may be forgetting about that i'm not even forgetting about mm. do you know what i mean do you feel right. that yeah i do feel when i take a step back mm-hmm. a moment back vacation or a day off or whatever it mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. um i tend to spend all of my time thinking about how i could do things better mm-hmm. or you know what would make my job easier or what we could do more of with jewelry week but yeah it's it's i don't know if that's healthy i don't know i do i do have to say though mm-hmm. i love what i do okay. and i and despite being burnt out i think that's what gets me through is like that i, I think also i'm in a, a extremely privileged position because what i do is so connected to other people mm-hmm. that I I feel pressure certainly, but also privilege and gratefulness to be able to do that, mm-hmm. to do things that directly affect other people and other businesses. Sure. I'm really grateful for that. It's and rewarding. I think that keeps me going. It's rewarding. Mm-hmm. So I love that, but that's also a lot of pressure. But I think that is what keeps me going sometimes is like, okay, I'm a part of something bigger than the, just me, mm-hmm. but I'm still so burnt out. And like, I can't step back. Yeah. No, you can't because the whole thing comes undone if you do. Yeah, right. Well, you too. I mean, that's with everybody, right? If exactly. we step back, then... But then what then happens? Then what? Then what happens? You then at that point also have so many people who've come to rely on you. Yeah. Too. And then it's like, you what do too. I... Yeah. What do I say to them? What is going to be on the websites if you're not taking the pictures? And it, what like, what is going to happen if I decide to take a week off, you know, or something mm-hmm. like that? That That's the hard part about it. I... You know, I wish I could say that I loved all aspects of what I do, but I don't. I have moments mm. where I have love for what I do that feel rewarding where, you know, if I complete a project that I'm particularly proud of that I think is special, um, those moments are rewarding. They are few compared to mm. all of the other stuff that has to happen when you're running a business. Right, yeah. You know, I spend a good percentage of my time every day writing incredibly asinine emails. 
Mm. And by which I mean that oh, I'm... Emails. Emails. And it's like, this is not what I signed up for. But right. it is the reality of what happens when you're running a business. Yeah. For anybody who has their own business, this is a big component of what you do. Right. I just... This might take us off track here, mm -hmm. but... That would I be shocking. We don't stay on topic. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Let's do it. I was reading uh, an Elle magazine did this feature on Laura Brown, who was the editor of InStyle, and which isn't... They did a thing on her and she was like, I don't email that much anymore. Okay. And I just stopped dead in my tracks. Like, is that how, an, how is that an do option? Do you make that happen? Yeah, how is that an option? I don't know. But she said most of the stuff's on DMs or mess text See, messaging. See, that would drive me even more crazy. Yeah. I can't deal with people being in my phone like that. I don't want to see notifications. I don't want you... Like, it feels invasive to my personal space. Well, get this. Selena Gomez uh -huh. has not been on Instagram herself in three years. I think it's three or four years. Boy, and, and the world is really suffering for it, aren't they? <laughs> no, but she's I mean, like... She was like, it's amazing. And oh, the luxury. She has I, someone do it for we her. We don't have that kind of luxury. The luxury of that. We, do, Can we can't do that. I would I love to imagine. You know what I actually fantasized about this morning? Because I've, I've had a particularly tough week. I'm not going to mm. get into the details of that. I've had a horrible day yesterday, which was actually my birthday. It's your birthday. I know, but I had a terrible day. Oh. And I've had a terrible week so far. And... Actually, well, being we're here talking about burnout, I know, right? It's, the timing was good on this topic, but I will tell you, it is a reprieve to be in the studio today and to be away from my work work because mm -hmm. this mm -hmm. always feels like I'm kind of like yeah. sneaking out to pretend for a few hours. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Right, I know. I'm always yeah. like, okay, well, I guess I'm gonna this go is play. Technically, work. I'm just gonna call it. This is like our vacation. This is our kind of playtime, yeah. isn't I it? I said it was a session, and and that was real. No, you weren't I wrong think about that. That was real. Maybe but this is what we should prescribe to everyone: go rent a podcast studio with your and, friend and record a podcast. Yeah, not see a therapist. Take the stress off. Yeah, <laughs> not see just a professional. Spill your guts to the entire world. It's yeah, fine. <laughs> that's great. Um, is that's anyone listening to this episode? I wonder. To this episode today? <laughs> yeah. Uh, we'll find out. <laughs> we'll find out. We'll find out. I'll, I'll give you the stats once it airs. But the uh, the thing is, this morning I woke up after the week I've had mm -hmm. and I fantasized about deleting Instagram. And you know what mm. was funny is that it, it was... Um, you probably could. Do you think so? I Yeah, I feel like you... Yeah. You think yeah, so? I think you could survive on a website. Wow. Look, I'd miss you. I'd of miss course you. you would. But I, I thought you could. I, I'm seriously contemplating it because it wasn't. I was inundated with DMs that weren't that weren't even like work related. It was pretty harmless. It was people mm -hmm. wishing me a happy birthday, which is mm -hmm. lovely and and you know lovely of people to do that. And I appreciate the the support and the well wishes and all that good stuff. But it was just the constant notifications popping on my phone. Mm. And I just sat there and I thought, I just need to delete all of this. Yeah, I just want to delete all of it. But it's yeah. just the psychology of like hearing that chime and seeing right. the notifications pop up. Because it's always like so tightly linked to like, oh gosh, this is from a client. This is from this. This right. is about like You have to respond even if it's just a happy birthday. Exactly. That's the thing that I find stressful is even if someone says, you know, oh, I love that ring. Mm -hmm. uh, and don't get me wrong sometimes i just do this i mm -hmm. just heart it yeah move on but i feel that isn't enough often no because but... it's it's impolite it's sort of dismissive you yeah. have to say something back and, I know. you know like i get but, these dms yeah. and they're like i love that 
tight ass of yours and I have to respond, you know, in detail. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know who sends me those messages. <laughs> so let's talk about how do we get burnout? Really, I think yeah. we just heard the definition from WebMD, but... It's just, JB did very thorough and extensive yeah, research did, on that. I did, guys. I did. Um, you, you're just overwhelmed, I think. It is overwhelming. It's 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 overwhelming and it's the fact that there's no real like end point for me and I don't know if it's mm-hmm. the same for you it's a project is coming to a close but I've already started the next one so I'm constantly right, yeah. on a hamster wheel there's yeah, like no right. nice conclusion to something mm-hmm. where I can then take a breath right it's immediately the next thing right I agree and I think for a lot of small business owners that's probably yeah the same and I feel like, too, if, if I'm on a roll, mm-hmm. I have to stay on it. Mm-hmm. And if I get off, mm-hmm. if something comes along that devastates me, which ha- which has happened many yes. times in a small business, right? Something comes out of nowhere and you're just like, what the... Don't you love that? Every You're having like the best week. And you're like, I have min-max this week. Mm-hmm. I, I've got it all down to a science. Like, it's I am perfect. on fire. I like, am my on inbox fire. Empty. hot this week. My yeah. inbox done everything is done everything on the calendar is checked off and then you get some bullshit then you get one email that you're like that is like i can't respond to any email ever again exactly until i do this and i will never do this exactly (laughs) exactly that's how i feel yeah Yeah. that's that's a hundred percent right so how do we deal with this we don't we don't do you deal with it? Do you have Do you have a mechanism? I don't. No, but we need one. I know. That's I just here, suffer right? through the next <laughs> we just week. Suffer. And... But that's what it is. No, it's true. It's like the yeah. Buddha said, life is suffering. Right? Yeah. yeah. How do we deal with it? Well, I, I guess a break, you know, even though we talked about not really taking a break, I, I guess sometimes I do, you know, I'll watch a TV show. I, I, you know, watch trash on like Netflix. I do love to watch trash. And then it just like kind of cleans the slate for a A minute. A little bit. It does for for a short amount of time. I don't have like a good long-term solution other than like short-term distractions like that. Yeah. You know, uh, one thing is we've we've discussed this in, in different facets on multiple occasions, you and I in conversations between us just about our work lives and the nonsense Mm -hmm. that we have to deal with. One thing that makes it hard is that you can do everything right. And then there's these kind of external things that come at you. That change everything. That change the whole dynamic, that change Mm -hmm. your mood, that change uh, your workflow, whatever the case may be. And it feels so unfair because you just want to scream at those people and say, I'm doing my part. Right. Leave me yeah. be, you know. Do do, you, do your part. Right, yeah. Mm-hmm. Do, and do you think, like, as a creative, I know we've talked before about our both of our businesses, right, are, mm-hmm. like, partially creative, partial, partially not. Yeah. But as a creative and, like, that, like, you just referenced that emotional mm-hmm. connection, does that make burnout easier to, uh, for, an easier thing to happen? Maybe. I think, I think, Everyone, regardless of the business that they're in, uh, understands and feels and experiences a great deal of burnout nowadays, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um, I think that given that, for instance, with you, you work very intimately with people. In mm-hmm. my business, I work fairly intimately with yeah. people. But the, my work and the, what I produce is obviously very much connected to like 
my ability as a photographer and my vision. Right. So there's an element of that, everything that I do that feels very personal. Uh, and I think because you work so intimately with individuals and their businesses, everything you do feels personal. Right. I think the fact that there is a stronger emotional connection in our work makes those feelings much more intense, right? Because it yeah. feels like a when something goes awry or if a client is unhappy about something, it feels like a personal rejection. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like even if even if you've put in place a lot of things for it not to be, it, yes. it does. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we yeah. we're fairly prepared and we have systems in place and we have contracts in place and we do right. all of that work, right? But stuff still happens. It still happens. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I'm really big on that book, The Four Agreements. Have you read this book? No, I don't even know about oh, it. Oh, I'll get it for you. Okay. Okay. One of the agreements that you make with yourself and the world around you. I have to you talk to myself now. Is Yes. But maybe that's the solution. I'm the last person not, I want to talk to. Right. Is to not take things personal. And uh, that's a really hard one because I hard. do all the time. Oh, I do the same thing. I do the when same I thing. When I don't, though, I do feel a sense of release, relief and also ability to work better. Yeah. You know? I mean, <laughs> I'm sure there are plenty of people who manage their businesses in such a way that they have quite a bit of personal distance from mm -hmm. themselves, their clientele, whatever work it is that they do. Right. Right. Um, I do sometimes fetishize the idea of like a nine to five in something like a factory. <laughs> I think I just like took this to extreme. <laughs> Only because you clock in, you do the job and the task is before you. It's laid out before you. It's all very structured and organized. And then you go home and there's something very lovely about that. And I understand why people right. would want that, prefer that kind of work. Yeah, I totally get it. But I, I think there's a difference between not taking it personal and not caring. That's not what I'm saying. No, I care very I, deeply yeah. mm -hmm. and I want to do a good job. Well, right? I'm not, I don't but, mean to suggest that anybody working in a factory doesn't care about their work either. Right. I, I, I think that there's just, there's something nice about the ability of being able to leave it behind. I think you and I can't leave behind what we do. Yeah, we can't walk hard, away from yeah. it. You know what I mean? I so it's just hard to not take things personally. But that's a yeah. good one. What are the other ones? What else? Well, well, no, we won't get into all of okay. those. But we'll do, we'll do, we should do an episode about this. Okay. You'll, it's a really tiny book. Uh, then You'll I read might it. read it. It'll, yeah, it'll be really quick for you. Okay. Um. Okay. So I think, you know, as I was brainstorming this with a couple of my friends, somebody said to me, you know, the thing about burnout is that we all talk about it all the time. We do. And I was like, yeah, that is, she was like, ad nauseum. And I was like, that's a really good point. Mm -hmm. We do. And maybe that's why we feel so burnt out. Maybe. We talk about it too much. Maybe, maybe there is something to that. I don't know. I, I, I as I'm sort of thinking about it, I will say that there are plenty of clients of mine that I'm friendlier with and we have mm -hmm. uh, a rapport um, that isn't always work related and yeah a lot of our conversations about like are you oh i'm so busy oh i'm so busy. i'm so tired so i'm busy, so spent right? oh, i had to work this weekend yeah. i have to work next week you know it's it's that same sort of cyclical conversation yeah. about just how busy we are constantly right. which you know i i like to take things in perspective and i say to myself there are people in this world who would kill to be able to do what you do for a living what you do yeah what you do and yeah. i'm very lucky i understand that i know that i'm still entitled to feel tired i'm still entitled right. to feel worn out and and yeah. to desire a break 
Do you, are you co uh, constantly searching for a way to fix it? Though? Yes, I am, but I'm not yeah, finding too. a solution. Yeah, I'm constantly, constantly, me too. I'm every day looking at my calendar. I'm looking at emails and I'm thinking like, there has to be a solution to this. There has to, to be this. a better way. There so has to be a better way. I'm looking into getting a virtual assistant. Uh-huh. And I'll let you what know What does that, that mean? Goes. A robot? You're getting a robot? N <laughs> yeah. I would love a getting robot. Getting a robot. <laughs> <laughs> You're getting a robot and an AI. I don't AI. know. Maybe there's a maybe it's a robot. I think it's real people. Okay. And they help you from a with, distance. From a distance uh -huh. virtually. But they do things like which I I so my intent was to ha give them small tasks that we need in jewelry week like transcribing things or organizing calendars or oh, that's whatever that's things handy. that like take up a lot of time for our very small team. Mm -hmm. But then when I was researching it, they do things like organize your inbox. What do you mean? Like, like they'll go mail. through your inbox and say, "Oh, I don't want anyone." Oh, this one that. seems urgent. Oh. This one doesn't. And they're like, hey, respond to or, that. Or you didn't respond to this in 77 days. Maybe it's time. But it's, <laughs> it's, it's like, maybe it's time. Right. And then I, to which I'd be like, oh, I ignored that one. Yeah. Right. No. Yeah. No. But no. I try not to do that. Uh -huh. But uh, yeah, I, I think I need that. <laughs> um, if I'm particularly down oh. on this episode, it's because I'm feeling it this week more intensely than I have in some time. We're going to get through it. We'll get through Our it. Our goal for the episode is to get to just Alana bitch. out of here smiling. Oh, well, good okay. luck. So, but the, your attitude right now is part of the, the thing in question, right? Okay. If we... Are you telling me I have an attitude problem? <laughs> <laughs> yes. yes. If, we, if we approach it... With a positive attitude every day, uh -huh. which I don't even know if it's positive. I'm pretty positive, but I don't even know if that's Jesus, possible. Jesus, yeah. I don't it will, does that ease burnout? No. <laughs> okay. No. No, the answer's no. I, no. The, what eases burnout is getting a bloody break. Yeah, getting a virtual assistant uh, to maybe answer that. your emails. Yeah, exactly. Like, all I right. think that's what helps. You can have the attitude, all the attitude, positive attitude yeah. you have, disposition, whatever. But I, yeah. you need a break. We don't live in a world that allows for that. No. You know what happens to me? Can I just be super blunt? Yeah. So... I work as you as if you weren't going to be. <laughs> I've been holding back. Yeah. I'm just talking oh, about okay. walking into the ocean and never being seen or heard from again. But oh. this is this is me now being frank. Yeah. The thing is, this is the logistical issue. You've got projects you're working on that are getting completed, then you've got people reaching out to you about new projects. Mm -hmm. If I, as a photographer in this business, want to stay competitive and have a business that is around, that people talk about, that is out there in the world as part of the community, mm -hmm. I have to keep saying yes to those jobs because me saying no to those things affects my reputation and they'll just go elsewhere for right, instead of come that. to me. Mm -hmm. So what choice do I have? What choice do people give me? Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? I, do, I don't Do you know have a problem saying no to people? You know, I, I, I have a, my business is in a place now where I have kind of the monetary luxury to say no to a lot of things. That's not the issue, though. Right. The okay. issue is what happens to your reputation mm -hmm. when you start rejecting people left and right. And you have to always think very strategically about who you're saying yes to and who you're saying no to. So sometimes mm -hmm. it's like, okay, this job doesn't yield me a lot of money, but this is a person that I want to work with for X, Y, Z reason beyond mm, the job. Right, right. And then you have people who, these people pay me a lot of money, but they're pains in my ass and I hate them. And this is leading to nowhere other than frustration. So I have to say no. Mm -hmm. You know, so it, there are so many factors that I at least have to consider 
when I'm working, taking somebody on or not. And I always have to do a bit of a calculation. I can't always predict how those things are going to shake out either. Right. So, how do you calculate it? Well, I think about it in terms of like a, a risk assessment mm-hmm. of like how much time do I have to devote to this project? How much will it yield monetarily? And then I have to consider is this a good long-term client? Is this a client who's going to affect my reputation in a positive way? Mm-hmm. Is me saying no to this going to affect my reputation in a negative way? Are they connected to other clients of mine? You know, so I have to right. kind of try to consider all of those factors and then I make a decision based on what I feel I can predict. Right. But that's not always an accurate prediction. Yeah. You know, and I've had people who I've bent over backwards for for years and worked late nights and worked weekends who've then uh, left and gone elsewhere because they charge a little less. Mm, yes, you know what I mean? I and that. that's happened yeah. to me as well. And that's when I get really upset. And I, I do take that personally because I was like, you have no idea I've, I know. how much of yeah. my time I've devoted to you. And then you pull a move like that. That's nonsense. Right. That's not right, you know? No. So the, And I'm sure a lot of jewelers understand the exact thing you're talking about Oh, as I'm well. sure they experience a lot of this. But yeah. I, I think, too, because it's tied creatively as a jeweler to uh-huh. create a piece of jewelry for someone, but you also creating content Mm -hmm. right wherever that lives for someone that Mm -hmm. is that's a very personal relationship and that's a very hard thing when i think creatives commit to someone Mm -hmm. and in that sense right you're like this is a, an unspoken contract. That, right? That's like, what people don't understand in in my line of work and in yours as well it's i think the same thing when i agree to work with you we're engaging in that kind of unspoken contract relationship right and that I am giving quite a bit of myself to you. Mm-hmm. And th- when that's not reciprocated, that's when it's not a happy relationship. Right. You know, And loyalty, right, is so well, tied to that. Yeah. And I never thought that I was sort of was the kind of person who can just take a check and not care about anything else. That it's mm-hmm. like, okay, I did my job. I took my check. Whatever. I don't care. I move on mm-hmm. to the next thing. As long as I'm making money, I'm good. Mm-hmm. You know, whatever. But I do take it intensely personally when people go, elsewhere and i'm like but you've never expressed to me that you were unhappy or why you were unhappy or how we could improve things like none of that conversation took place you just sort of vanished and that is painful that Mm -hmm. is legitimately painful right and at times that's happened and i've been very grateful for it because it was somebody that i didn't really want to work with anyway so yeah okay another agreement yeah four agreements okay is um, don't have any expectations of other people. Like you can't expect anyone to act a certain way. Can I way. tell you something? Yeah. I've learned. I'm in my thirties. Yeah. I, yes. I'm now in can't my thirties. Can't even believe it. I know. I cannot believe it. Not a day over nineteen. Do you look? Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. And I have come to a point in my life where I genuinely expect nothing from anyone. I just don't. And that's sometimes sad. I I do genuinely feel a bit sad about that. Well, when you read this book, you won't. Oh, okay. Yeah, you'll feel good about this. All right. You're going to feel good in it. But I've gotten to a point where I truly expect nothing from anyone and I just stay in my lane. Oh. You know what I mean? I just want to give you a hug right now. Oh, please don't. Okay. Thank you. I can't because there's a lot of mics and... Yeah, there's mics and and, stuff. And and whatnot. You're going to cause audio problems. <laughs> okay, let's get another definition up in here. Is it again from WebMD? Of course. That I mean, Jesus is there Christ. another source? This is the only thing we've done for this episode go on WebMD? Yeah. Look, to prep. 
someone did some work for this episode and it wasn't you. So that's let's uh, 100% let's just true. Stick with that. <laughs> that's 100% true. <laughs> that okay, is okay, the ready? truest thing we've said today. But look, these are yeah. real definitions. This is good. Okay. okay. Go, go for it. Go for and it. And this kind of. Uh, repetition but i uh-huh. i do want to bring this one up so mm-hmm. is burnout a, a, a symptom of something was the question we were contemplating and webmd says <laughs> burnout is a consequence of chronic work stress over extended periods of time yes it has three components i agree emotional exhaustion yes correct feeling tired drained frustrated and fatigued correct cynicism oh yes and detachment caring less about workers or clients I think that there's a real risk of that the longer you're burnt out. And I'm mm-hmm. that scares me, that part, because nothing will hurt your business more than, than stopping to Getting care to about the point. work. Yeah. And I yeah. do not want to get to that point ever. Mm-hmm. And that's that frightens me. So that's why it's important that you... And that's why you and I, I think, think yeah. about constantly finding a solution to this. Yeah. Because we do not want to get to that place. Right. You get to that place, it's over. Well, and it goes back to that thing about loving what you're doing. I think of like... Mm-hmm. If if you don't love what you're doing, this is my personal opinion, it's very hard to get out of that burnout mentality. It is. Um, it's also, I, I don't think we should walk through life with the expectations of having to love what we do every moment of every day, right? No, the, no, the not that. The things about yeah, our work that are... MailChimp. Yeah. Ugh. MailChimp, you guys. If you... I don't I'm, even... I, okay, Alon doesn't even... understand this, but I'm thinking a lot of the jewelers out there probably do. If you have a newsletter that you have to get out, um, for me personally, that is the one thing that you hate. Them. I hate. I don't. And I'm sure everybody hates doing them. I get it. Everybody I'm sure, hates doing I'm them. I'm sure, and people hate getting them. I don't know, I, I don't why. know why we do why. it. <laughs> everybody hates making them. All the signs. Everybody hates receiving Ugh. them. So why are we doing this? Who knows? I, know. I do have to say, after I finish a newsletter, I'm like, yes, I did it, and you, it's really good. I, d- I mean, I do have that little I mean, moment. Uh, what's your like percentage rate of people actually reading these things? Uh, like 42. Is that good? Yeah, that's pretty good. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, good for you. We've got we've gotten up to fifty before, but so you no, know, we were just talking about uh, being positive <laughs> and how well how you love what you do it carries yeah. through, and I think but yeah. I think that's true. Like if I didn't love what I did in reality, yeah. I wouldn't be here anymore. No, of course. Listen, do I love everything I do? No. Do I have parts of my job that are really rewarding mm-hmm. that I love? Yes, absolutely. Are those moments fewer than all the other crap? Yes. Yeah. But part of me thinks, well, that's just life. That's just how it works. Yeah. Uh, And then the other part of me is like, but does it have to be? Does it have to work like this? Can it be different? I think you need an assistant. Well, I've had some issues in that department, which we've discussed. I find a good one. I would love to find a good assistant. So do you think COVID has... I I think this is is very true covid has made us less tolerable of bullshit Uh, uh, absolutely but also we feel exhausted in general i think so i think it's made me certainly i've been less afraid and and less hesitant let's say to send people emails that literally just tell them to fuck off When somebody is being blatantly rude and disrespectful and they just refuse to sort of like do their part as a client, Mm -hmm. I've been now much more keen on just saying, you know what, this no longer works for me. 
I don't yeah. need your money. I don't need to deal with this. Yeah. Goodbye. And I think that we should all... It's okay. I yeah. think it's okay. And I think we should all do that more frequently because obviously people are in different financial scenarios and sometimes you just have to do the gig because you need the cash. And I understand that I've right. been in that place in my life. I've been in that place for a majority of my career. Mm -hmm. So I, I totally understand that and I've had to do that for a long time. I also think that we need to teach people how to be good clients. Just because right. you're paying me to do something for you does not entitle you to behaving in a certain way. Oh, yeah. And I yeah. think I will say this, and I'm sorry if this is politically incorrect, but I think Americans mm. are especially bad at that. Really? I think so. I, I don't I know think, if I could speak to other countries. Yes. But I, I find my American clientele to be particularly, like, difficult compared yeah. to others i know I when mean, i have a foreign client it's a very different relationship most of the jewelers that i know in the u.s um are well are in the u.s mm -hmm. and yeah i do hear this a lot that clients can be very difficult and demanding that yes especially when um there's like such a lack of understanding of costs of things which i'm sure applies to your yes. business as, a, as well like yes once they say custom and you engage into that contract, that then they feel like they can take that and run with it, even yes. though there are parameters. There are hard parameters. People have expectations that are often like out of line with what they're actually paying for the service. And I have to constantly mm -hmm. explain that. And I said, if you're paying me for like a product shoot, which is kind of the lowest tier of services that we offer is just shooting product. It's like you are not paying me enough to do 15 rounds of notes on one image. Like, that's not going to happen. Right. So you need to understand that. You need to be a good client. And you also need to educate yourself before you ever reach out to a photographer in that scenario about mm -hmm. what the actual standards for product photography are. Right. Because if you don't understand what they are and you don't have realistic expectations, um, I can't help you. Right. And I, and I think, too, for jewelers, there's, a, there's no... That sort of thing doesn't exist. You no, can't look that up, right? You can't be like, oh, I want to order a diamond ring. What does that mean? Like, right. what are the parameters of that? Um, I wouldn't know. I, I wouldn't yeah. know either in that particular yeah. scenario. I really wouldn't know. So that really falls on on the jewelers. It falls on the jewelers and it falls, like with me, with my clients, it falls on me to set those parameters and to be very clear about expectations. It doesn't mean that people will still, you know, won't still take advantage of you. They will. Yeah. They absolutely will. And you have to be sort of, you have to know that what you're doing is good, one, and that it actually is good in, in accordance to industry standards. That's yeah. first and foremost. And if, when you do know that that is the case, you need to feel very confident about saying to a client, this is it. This is the mm -hmm. scenario. This is how this is going to shake out. I'm not doing a month long email exchange with you over this one project. That is not going to happen. Right. Don't DM me. Do not DM me. You can email me. Yeah. You can and you can write an email like an adult within greeting. Not just these like no punctuation one sentence yeah. run on sentence emails that are like get me this, I need this, I need that. If you send me an email like that, I will never work with you again. That's where yeah. I am now at my stage. If you cannot communicate mm -hmm. with me like an adult and with respect, mm -hmm. I will not work with you. And just yeah. because you're paying me for something does not entitle you to treat me like crap. Yeah. And I will not tolerate it. Right. We, sh so, we should write a a little thing for everybody. I think we, we should. We, I think we should. I think we need to teach people to sort of stand up for themselves respect. and respect. and demand respect. Yeah. And command respect. Let's do it. Let's do it.
Do you think making a lot of money, does that make, does that help you be less burnt out? No. No. No, because um, I'm so fortunate. You know, I'm in a place where I, I moved to New York. I think it's now seven years ago or something along those lines. And I was uh, dead broke and had a mountain of credit card debt and lived in a walk-up in Bushwick. Mm -hmm. And there's nothing wrong with living in a walk-up in Bushwick, but it was not the place that I wanted to be in. And it was, I, I experienced financial hardship for a long time. And I'm so lucky to be in the position that I'm in now. Um, being financially more comfortable and having a more comfortable lifestyle has somehow not really translated into mm -hmm. feeling less stressed out over work. Right. And what's funny is that I feel the same pressure still to perform just as I did before. And now I don't even need that client and I don't need that money. Right. Do you know what I mean? But I still yeah. feel the same anxiety yeah. and pressure. I agree. I think being at a point where I don't worry about money mm -hmm. right now, yes. I feel like, because I was in the same boat when I graduated from college, right? I was broke, credit card debt. I think there's still a million things to worry about. Wow. You know. But that's the truth of it. Yeah. And and there, there are things I've come to realize that problems money can't solve. <laughs> Shocking, right, right? shocking revelation. I mean, it's a good dream to have that it was. No, it's right? good. I mean, I, yeah. I was hoping it would, but there's certain problems money can't solve. I, I think that it's important for um, people to kind of learn to respect themselves in such a way and respect their bodies in such a way and their limitations that don't allow for room for others and for external sources to impede on that. Right. And that's a very hard thing to learn. That is. And that was going to be our next topic is mm -hmm. like external sources are often the cause of burnout. Absolutely right? they are. Yeah. It, like yeah. you and I have talked about before, you can have an amazing week and everything is going beautifully. Right. And then you get that one email from one particular client yeah. and mm -hmm. everything comes undone. It's all shot. Yeah. yeah. And, and lots of times I think, you know, those external things can be like, the room you work in, right? Mm -hmm. Or the city you live in yeah. or things that just aren't working for you and your business. But oftentimes it is people. It is people. Know? I mean, people are always the factor that you can't control, you know, and that's sort of what comes in and and, and can ruin a day. Mm -hmm. I have had to learn over time to, um, like I said earlier, to not be very shy about telling people who are rude who are disrespectful mm -hmm. even if they're paying you to just fuck off and keep their money and to yeah. move on I, i've never been happier than in scenarios like that that's when i've tried, felt true relief and it's just like it's this thing of like why have i been conditioned to and why have i been taught to have to put up with this mm-hmm like, why? Why is that a thing? Why? And, and if all of us stopped doing it, clients like that wouldn't exist, you know, because nobody would work right. with them. Yeah. So I wish that all of us more consistently could be in a place yeah. where we can just say, you know what, you're being an ass and I don't need this. Right. Well, I think, too, you've touched upon something with clients mm -hmm. um, and me, my inbox. Yes. Is that oftentimes there is something that you need to pinpoint. 
yes. as like the the most painful point that's yes. causing the burnout, right? Because mm-hmm. burnout, I think, sometimes can mask a whole set of things. I and, agree. And you and I talking about like, are we on this constant hunt to like fix yes. being burnt out? Mm-hmm. Yes. And I think finding that thing, pinpointing that thing is really important because then you can figure out like you like you said i don't work with these people anymore that's a that's an excellent excellent point because for me personally i don't mind the long hours i don't mind having to work weekends that actually doesn't bother me it's when i'm encountered with disrespect and rudeness that's sort of what ruins a day for me or just you know blatant stupidity too that's not pleasant to deal with either so it's uh those sorts of things are the things that wear me out right it's it's sort of working with bad apples that really kind of saps me of energy and uh, and makes me feel burnt out but like working long hours working weekends if i'm making good money that doesn't bother me Right. There are some things, right? And mm-hmm. I think that's so important. Like with me and newsletters, mm-hmm. I had an intern during Jewelry Week last year for uh-huh. a couple months, like leading up and through, who did newsletters for me. That's amazing. And I've never been happier. You need to get... And she got a, a great job. And I'm really, I'm really happy for you her. You need to get another I intern. I really miss her. Get, a, yeah. get more um, interns. Anyone interested in Yeah, if you're listening to this, you want to be an NYC Jewelry Week intern. DM me. DM her. Don't call me. At Jewelry Week, though, not my personal place. Yeah. Just I to won't clarify. respond. Just to clarify. Yeah, just to clarify. Just, but, <laughs> yeah. but yeah. Yeah. Help JB out. Thanks, guys. But yeah, I think that is part of it, too, is when you find yourself in a moment of overwhelmment or burnout, mm-hmm. like it's work, right? And just like all of it, right? It's like, how do we get to that point? Absolutely. Of making the sustainable and ongoingly efficient for ourselves, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and I think, too, that what we were just talking about. And I think a lot of people who don't own their own businesses or perhaps work for someone else, oftentimes there's one small thing that can really shift your perspective on the happiness of the situation Mm -hmm. you're in, right? Mm -hmm. Like a boss telling you you have a new assignment that maybe you don't want to do anymore, or there's a new hire at the office and you just don't get along. And those sorts of things can really shift Mm -hmm. how you function on the daily, right? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, which it can sometimes I think be very hard, uh, very uh, hard to overcome when it's out of your control like mm-hmm. that. And I think on the flip side of that, being a control freak can also oftentimes I think be one of the big pain points for. for yeah, I I think for me, I I create a lot of stress for myself because I I am rather controlling of every mm-hmm. aspect of my business and it would behoove me to learn to let go more it's hard though because my yeah. name is on the door so to speak you yeah. know what i mean so yeah. it's very very hard for somebody in in a business like mine where everything that leaves your studio is representative of you your taste and your right. abilities and that sort of thing it's very hard to leave anything to somebody else yeah because this is your baby and more so than that it's it's your vision yeah too so it's it's so interwoven with with who you are as a person it's Mm -hmm. so hard to then relegate delegate any of that to somebody else yeah i totally agree all right we unpacked a lot here this was like a therapy session it felt good i hope you guys uh felt like maybe we gave you some insight to helping with burnout through our you know release of our own burnout but if you guys have thoughts on this when we post this episode on our instagram leave us some comments 
We'd love to hear your take on it. Give um, us your take. And if you have solutions. We'll take solutions we and We would love interns. to hear them. It yeah, will take we'll solutions, take interns, assistance. Yeah. So think a couple, let's take some takeaways away here, all right? right? Let's, let's, that's what they do in podcasts. Yeah, we got to have a positive conclusion to let's this. Let's do this. Okay, so one of the things we learned is read the four agreements. Apparently. Right? Yeah, yeah, sure. Which, yeah, well, I will we'll do, do this. I will right? do this. Um, don't take it personal, which is one of those, right? Like, yes. You care, but you know, try to have a little bit of separation. Care a healthy amount. Care a healthy amount. Be positive. Okay. Right. <laughs> Working on it. Try to be positive. Yes. Um, and and work through what that burnout is to find how you can get to that solution. Right? F work yeah, find don't the pain point. Don't just keep going. Yeah, find the pain are, point. Guys. Find yeah. the pain point and don't be afraid to eliminate that. Yeah. And, you know, talk to your friends. Talk to other business owners. Reach out to us. Yes. You know, we'll... We're here to like try to get through this together. And and don't be afraid ever. Do not put yourself in this position. Don't be afraid to tell a bad client to mm -hmm. fuck off. Don't be That's scared it. of doing that. You can say it in a more polite way. I usually like to say, I don't think this relationship is tenable or I don't think we're a good it's fit. Tenable. Yeah, yeah. something like that. But like, mm -hmm. don't be afraid of that because you're... I never thought I would be the kind of person to say this because I'm very materialistic, mm -hmm. as you know. But um, your happiness is so much more important. Right, than you that. have to take care of yourself you too, because to otherwise yourself. everything else goes to Absolutely, rot, right? absolutely. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for being here. This is Rough Cut. Find us at NYC Jewelry Week. And me at Alan Seamich. Yep. I'm JB. That's Alan. We love you. We do. Get some rest. Go to bed. <laughs> Bye. Done. That's it. Actually, <laughs> I, I, I've never gotten a newsletter from you guys. You're not on our mailing list? I'm not on your mailing list. <laughs> okay. Which, Noted. Okay. Fine. All right. All right. Talk about that later. And we'll <laughs> <laughs> but I write really good newsletters. I've never seen one. <laughs> so, <laughs> I believe you. I've never seen one. So I can't believe you're not on our newsletter. That's on you. I never got it. <laughs> That's on you. Okay. What, was I supposed to go out and sign up? I don't know. That's yeah, not my I job. Guess. No. I don't know. Wait, uh, you want me to go to your site and hit sign up for a newsletter? Yeah. No. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. <laughs> okay. Fine. You can sign me up. Okay, I but will. But I'm not going to do will. that. I will. Yeah. Anyway.